Yo fam, it has been a minute, but here's what's going on. So I talked to you last time about the need for a sponsor. I prayed about it. I've been looking for it. I was connected with a guy. Your boy's got a sponsor. I got my first assignment, read chapter five of the basic text that's in Narcotics Anonymous. And we're, I'm going through spiritual principles sentence by sentence. And not only does this chapter remind me of why in the heck I advocate for peer-led recovery support groups or peer-led support groups. I advocate for mentorship, sponsorship. I advocate for positive literature and the value of not just reading it yourself, but also having accountability partner, someone running ahead of you in the form of a mentor, some sort of outside accountability um, and assignment. You know, I read that part and it's just talking about the basics, how we got here, what to do what we uh, when we get here, making at least 90 meetings in 90 days, honesty, open-mindedness, willingness, like all these things. And it comes flooding back to me what I've been missing is not the right word. Ignoring is also not the right word, but in an effort to seek and dig and grow and have big, huge aha moments through therapy and these other modalities, which are also good. It's just been so long since I have had the tether, the thing that the rudder, the thing that has been guiding my life for the last 20 years. And it's just, it's funny how these simple things can remind me of what the heck have I been doing? What's going on? So anyway, that feels good. I'm doing some assignments. I'm getting up early. I'm doing some prayer meditation and journaling and not just not just kind of passing through it, but actually taking time to prayer, meditate and journal, read some good recovery literature. Uh, the annoying thing is I got to get up a bit earlier than normal, which is so annoying. I hate getting up early, but anyway, uh, that's one update. The other update, which I actually journaled about this morning was this desire for connection and belonging. You know, I've got this weird thing that goes on where I'm interested in a whole bunch of different things, right? I have all these different groups that I, you know, kind of go to, participate in, talk to, know about, but I don't actually feel part of any of them. And on one hand, it's a really great asset. I have the ability to connect with a wide range of people. I can, in a very simple way, have been known to explain things very well to help one group understand the other group. But I'm in there, you know, but for example, yoga is one of them. I've been going to yoga. It's this particular type of yoga. It's different than anything I've ever done. Um, I know that I need some, one, A, the physical activity, I need to get stronger. Two, you know, it talks about self-led, self-responsibility, self-practice. So you don't have just some uh, 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 leader instructor up there teaching you everything. But boy, do I get judgy in there, man. I just, it's not only even that, but it's like, 
I find myself like across the board, just judging the hell out of everybody and everything, just making me annoyed. Um, you know, uh, UFC is one of them. I absolutely love the UFC, but I don't feel like a UFC dude. I love Aggie football, but I'm not like a full on crazy, avid Aggie fan. Uh, I go to church or have gone to church. Well, that's a bit of an update. I went to church. I was going to church, but I didn't feel, you know, I don't classify myself as a Christian. So I didn't exactly feel I enjoyed it, but I didn't necessarily feel like a member per se. Um, I've got some interest in some Buddhist philosophy and principles, but I also roll my eyes at people that are too Buddhist. I have, uh, you know, I kind of like this kind of alt, you know, uh, hipster, tattooed, coffee drinking crew, but I also don't feel, uh, you know, hipster enough, right? Like all these different things that I that I am interested in, but, uh, don't feel a part of this craving of belonging. You know, sometimes I get, I, I, in, on one hand, uh, loathe, I don't even know if I'm using that, that right, but loathe people that are kind of stuck in one group. And at the same time, I, I am jealous. I'm going, man, at least you got like your little crew, right? Your little thing that you belong to. But they also, you know, my judgment is oftentimes have very narrow views. Excuse me. That they don't always, they're not always able to see other people's views, right? Again, this is my judgment, my interpretation, but it's interesting how I crave connection. I crave new things. I crave being a part of a bunch of different stuff, but also in my effort to learn and experiment and to taste and to participate. It's funny that when I don't do my spiritual work, when I don't do my emotional work, when I'm not doing my inner work, I am, I don't feel a part of because I don't feel, uh, that inner connection or inner acceptance that I don't, I am a part of because I show up, I participate, etc. But I, you know, if I dig, I'm not really in acceptance of myself. Therefore, I blame them. I get annoyed. I judge, uh, you know, blame them for me not being in enough, etc. It's an interesting perspective for which I wouldn't even have uh, a concept of uh, that that was going on. If I didn't have these daily practices and seek and do uh, and take time to get introspective. Um, last update, church. Boy, this is a weird one. So y'all have heard me talk about me going to this church. It's a neat church. I like their messaging because it's broad enough that I can fit in. But I just and Sarah and I've been kind of going back and forth about some of the differences. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, religious organizations or religious people, they have to draw some lines in the sand. Uh, this is my judgment, my interpretation. At some point, a lot of people have to draw lines in the sand about do I believe this happened or don't I? And so we've had these topics come up about same-sex marriage, um, some more peripheral ones about living with people uh, before you get married, premarital sex, and even a hotter topic, uh, you know, abortion has come up. Um, 
And, you know, look, I understand that, you know, most church folk um, uh, or churches as, as a whole kind of, you know, are against abortion, etc. Not, I'm not, not even going there. However, I always felt this thing of like this contradiction of the messaging is we love everybody. We love you. We just want you, you know, all of you is welcome. We just want you to be here. We just want you to love on you. We just want you to, you know, be your best self. And the caveat is as long as they line up with us, right? This is, again, my judgment. As long as you're not same-sex married. I mean, we're all equal, but you can't get married in the eyes of God. We're all, you know, everything is welcome and we all sin. But if you're having sex before marriage or living with someone else, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's bad. Now, again, there's plenty of stuff that people have in contradiction of religious organizations. But here was the kicker. Um, they sent out a agreement that you had to sign if you were to serve the on church, like as a church volunteer. And that agreement was we, that you uh, agree with or don't agree with same-sex same sex marriage you don't agree with or advocate for living living with someone uh, before you're married. And there was a couple other ones, but those were the two that stuck out. And boy, I just got, I mean, I don't want to go back. I mean, it's just, it's one thing to have different, differing views, right? It's, a, it's one thing to go, you know, I believe in pro-choice. I believe in pro-life. I believe in, you know, uh, purity culture, saving yourself for marriage. I believe in getting some experimentation out there. So you're not, you know, married to someone you can't stand having sex with or just experimenting. Right. And, and that still having that idea or belief that, you know, all of you is welcome and, you know, your higher power uh, loves you anyway, right? That's kind of my view, regardless of what someone does. HP is already accepted, loves you the way you are, hopes for you to be different, but you're not going to be kind of cut out of the crowd. But to make them put it in writing and someone to sign it, especially this is one of my big frustrations with a lot of the religious organizations, particularly in Christianity, is they, you know, they said that they're making, they're having people sign this because they want to protect their kids. These are people like that, you know, that are part of their kids, you know, whatever teachings or, you know, whatever that may be. Um, you know, they don't want negative influences on the kids. I get it. But half those kids are going to be doing exactly what they're saying that they can't do or that the people aren't, you know, they can't talk about or they're going to know someone or even be one of those people that, you know, like same sex relationships, but they're perpetuate the prop. My judgment and my argument is they're perpetuating the, they're perpetuating the same hard lines and exclusiveness that comes with, religion and christianity i just it's it's almost like it, it would be equivalent of them going oh well we we want you to sign this thing that you're against divorce half the freaking 
population is divorced, right? So it's it's like by forcing them to sign this, they're dividing the room. And now, I mean, look, it is what it is. I'm sure there's plenty of organizations or, or, or churches out there that spiritual groups out there that you know, are totally open with all these things, but it's just frustrating that, um, you know, the thing that attracted me, openness, broad conversation, broad messages, uh, this kind of loving, welcoming community at some point when push comes to shove, they ask the group that, You've got to believe this or you've got to commit to this. And if you don't, you're out. Um, And it's almost like by getting someone to sign it, it's actually making that hypocrisy or that contradiction that I felt, that underlying current that I really couldn't explain very well. It just makes it real. And um, and it makes people like me that just uh, enjoy conversation but don't believe that kind of stuff makes me not want to go and you know touche that's you know that's her prerogative and there's other places but you know I was, I was just I don't know I, I just enjoyed myself I like that group we've built community it's been you know at least a year or something like that um we were enjoying it but uh man it's just so frustrating when when um that angle is is taken those hard line and it's not you know it could be on anything but you know, often when religious organizations are growing, it just, you know, I don't know. When push comes to shove, you got to believe something in order to be a part of it. And it's, uh, it's frustrating. Anyway, that's what's up. If you know anybody needs to hear this, make sure you share it with them. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can find us, um, on all the social media sites, uh, high cost of anonymity, K Preston Moore, uh, it's not kprestonmore.com, kprestonmore on Instagram. And be sure to uh, give us a rating and review on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to the podcast. Love you. Holla, your boy.